When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Everything. <laughs> What's going on, Bulls Nation? <laughs> Welcome to the CHO Bulls like Podcast. Uh, coming to you live from our studios here at Westleaf, downtown Chicago. Apologies for the minor delay. I'm Peck. You can follow me, Bulls underscore Peck. <laughs> Big Dave. Bow. Bow. BAWL Sports. <laughs> Bow. <laughs> our guy, Joey Spathis, power producer on the controls. He's at Joey Spathis. We're CHO underscore Bulls. Yes. Goat has the day off. Hope yes. he is enjoying himself somewhere. Um, the man works hard. He does. We are still here, though, uh, on the Bulls off night tonight. Figured we would talk a little bit about the uh, the newest, most popular bull. <laughs> Owner Al Patim. Oh, my God. I mean, <laughs> dude dude is uh, saving some Bulls fans from deep, deep despair. This is true. He I am in that here. club right now. There he is. There's one. <laughs> and I uh, also thought we'd take a look at uh, the, the matchup coming up tomorrow night because it's kind of a big one. It's Bulls-Bucks, yeah. yeah. the regular season uh the fourth and final regular season meeting between those two teams. Bucks have a two games to one edge on the Bulls in that one. And it's the first time the Bulls and Bucks will play each other since the crazy drama that was one of the biggest headlines in the NBA this season. Mm. The the Adrian Griffin out, Doc Rivers in, switcheroo. Mm, the switcheroo. Um, Dave, how are you? Oh, man, you know me. I'm always all right. Always good. Joe, you good? I am good. I have enjoyed, uh, you know, I'll be honest here. So when we're in season, we don't get to come in as often during the normal times. And this is still sort of late for an off day show, 630, but came in around five or so. And it's always nice coming in during the season and seeing members of the other beats because we don't get to see them as much. So I was chilling with Ryan and Cody and Greg Boyson and Sarah was just leaving. And so I always enjoy, do enjoy these days. Um, at CHO. Yeah, when you get a little bit more of the overlap of, you know, our, our colleagues, our friends, people on the other beats where, you know, we're we're in season, us, you know, the Blackhawks crew too, kind of, you know, call it the graveyard shift, if you will. <laughs> we're here at night. And I usually I, I roll in late afternoon, early evening, yeah. you know, if it's a game night to get ready for pregame. And it's like sort of like a shift change. Yeah. You'll see a couple of people on their way out at the end of their day. You maybe see the sales guys. Right. Uh, yeah, usually the sales guys are, you know. Uh, maybe still here for a little bit of when right. we arrive, but sometimes they've checked out. Yeah, it's nice when we're here a little bit earlier because we're like, oh, right, we uh, we work with other people here. This is true. This is true. There are other people <laughs> here. We usually don't see them, but Joey's right. It's good to see them, especially because they were in spring training. 
So they're in Arizona, yeah. out in Cali. You know, shout out to Cody, shout out to Vinny, yeah, uh, and Ryan as well. But yeah, it was great to see them talk about their trips, uh, talk about wrestling, yeah, uh, talk about. Steelers. It is it is nice to get the Bears guys out of here though. You know, to, you know they're never when Indy doing doing draft combine. They're probably the least. I probably interact with them the least. They're never here. Yeah, it's like they're always here. Yeah. but when they are here, their shows at noon. Yeah, yeah, like, exactly. No, that ain't happening. Ne- never overlapping. <laughs> yeah, happening. They're either here in yeah. Chicago doing shows at noon, or yeah. they're out of town. But we probably go to their events the most. It's true. So we we catch up. We make up for it. You know what I mean? For what we don't see here, we see at those awesome tailgates. Make sure you guys are diehard but, and signed up. Say twenty percent when you get to become one. I'm assuming us. they're going to leave Bragg's in Indianapolis. Because trade, we, yeah. we made the trade. Yeah, the trade is the down. The Bulls are going to get Tyrese Halliburton, right. and the Pacers can have Greg Braggs. Oh, what was the one thing they're going to love about Greg Braggs? What's the one thing he can bring to the team? <sighs> I mean, his brick-by-brick brick mentality. Yeah, yeah. I think it's his desire to always take his shirt off. Uh, he also has that. Yeah, yeah. He'll, he's ready to snatch his shirt off. And I, I would honestly like to see him and the bald-headed menace have a conversation. Oh. I would. I'd like to see that. Um, because I think Braggs would lose his mind and go crazy and do some Bragg stuff. You don't think, and that would I be think awesome Braggs has a sort of a similar – I think he can align with the ideals of the bald-headed menace. Two there's, hard-nosed guys. Like, you know, I think Braggs would look at the punch clock and say, all right, yeah. There's some, there's some meat-headedness in the overlap of their Venn diagram. Yeah. I agree. And yeah. you're right, Justin. Braggs killed it Man. this week. And and the previous time they were out there as well, man. That dude's a star, like for real. Yeah, they uh, they had some great uh, great guests rolling through the yeah. CHO Bears Combine content this week. They had Rich Eisen on today. All Braggs. Awesome, awesome get. Yeah, all Braggs, man. Um, among many others, Mike Florio, I think, was Mike joining Florio them today. Was in there like, too. yeah, Jeremy Fowler. They, Fowler. Mm-hmm. They, they had some great guests, man. That's a great show, man. Very it was cool. A really great show. Uh, wait, uh, speaking of our, our Bears crew, did you want to touch on uh, something that Carm did yes. before we dive into our bull stuff today? Oh, Oh my gosh. Because it's, it's tangentially Bulls related. You know, and I love it so because it was very, I thought it was up your alley more than anything, you know what I mean? But, you know, it's Bulls fans related, so you got to love it and you got to watch it. But um, Karn was talking to uh, Trey Knox, who is a tight end from South Carolina. Right. Who's at the Combine. And the young fella was, th- you know, thinks LeBron James is better than Michael Jordan. So, you know, Karm had to let him know when, how wrong he is and then educate him at the same time as to his facts. Because if you're going to have these arguments, you got to have your facts right. As Mac tells you, your spelling got to be correct and your facts got to be right. So there's some video of this, Joey. Do you mind showing the people what Karm taking this young fellow to school? Trey, who's, who's the only player other than Akeem Olajuwon to have 200 steals and 100 blocks in, in, a, in an NBA season? I would assume Michael Jordan. How many times do you do that? Twice. There okay. we go. Then we got we got two. Um, how many how many times did MJ lead the league in scoring? What was it? Nine, ten times. Ten times. Yeah. How, how many times did LeBron lead it? Who who's the second best scorer uh, when Michael was around? Who's the second best scorer yeah. when Michael was around? Who was his competition? Who was he playing? Are, are you? St- Yeah, 
How many? Who guarded? Who, okay, then let me ask you this. Yeah, go ahead. Go ahead, go ahead. When, when Mike retired, yeah, yeah. Why were the Bulls one game away from going back to the finals? Did they, if he was, did, if, did, if he was did, so good, did, they, they weren't. They did, were a series did, and in a game. That's what I'm saying. Lost, but they went to a game seven. Trey, Trey, they lost in the second round of the playoffs. No, they did not. They, they yes, lost they did. in the conference they, finals. No, it was no, semis. It was the semis. It was the semis. They, they, they didn't make it to the conference finals. How many championships have they won since Mike's left? Serious. How thirty years now? Okay, this, okay, okay, then that's that. Trey, let's Trey, Trey. Jordan got some teammates. How many times did he get how many, how bounced out the first and second round? Hold on, hold on. How many, how many perennial losses? No, no, answer my question. He lost, they lost 84, to, 85, 86, 87. They, they uh, lost to the Boston Celtics, one of the greatest teams of all time. Okay. And and the Detroit Pistons, one of the greatest teams of all time. Who guarded who guarded LeBron in the finals in, in Dallas when he scored eight points in a game? Who was guarding him? Was his name J.J. Barea, who's about five foot five? Yeah, that's true. They were up two one in the series. Lost and they Dallas. choked it. Yeah, yeah. did did I understand? Well, come on, that you're disqualified. You disqualified uh, yourself. How? All right, to calm this down, where does Kobe? Let's talk more. We'll talk later. I want to. I okay. I have so much appreciation Car. for what our friend Mark Carmen did there. Car. I mean. Was was he badgering an NFL draft prospect <laughs> at Combine Week about something that had nothing to do with him or football? Yes. Yes. Is that a little weird? Yes. I don't know why that exchange like yeah, originated. I need the backstory. I, I don't know how it that. came yeah. up. Yeah. But I will say this: the reason I appreciate that is because Carm took the time to educate a young person. Yes. About. The lore of Michael Jordan, yes, which some young people who debate each other on NBA Twitter all day, every day, and incorrectly every year mm -hmm. for decades now, do so with facts that they think are facts that are just flat out inaccuracies. Yeah. The the example of well, well, if MJ was so great and so important, like, well, how did the Bulls get to you know one win away from the finals without him? No. They didn't. They didn't. And see, that's where if it were me in Carm's shoes, I would have said, you're an idiot. Goodbye. The difference. Debate over. You're not worth debating with. The difference. Because that's kind of always my approach. Maybe it's a bit elitist <laughs> bit. And, and mean. A little bit. As soon as I hear someone, and then he doubled down on it, he's like, no, yes, they did. They were one winner. As soon as someone comes at me with that, and I know they're wrong, bye. Conversation over. To hell with you. Read a book. Oh, and, and finish your other part, Matt, that he said losing in the first round from 84, 85, 6, 87, oh, and 84. That, that's the other detail the where he was wrong. He threw yeah. in 84 as a year where MJ lost in the playoffs. It didn't happen. No, he was not in the NBA playoffs yet because he was still a Carolina Tar Heel yeah, in the yeah. spring of 84. Yeah, yeah. Educate yourself, young man. Yeah, and, and the first year they did not go to the playoffs, but also his rookie season. You know, the season where he put up 28, 6, and 6. As a rookie, right, and yeah. shot fifty over fifty percent from the field. Oh, but but then he, you know, he came back from a, a injury that cost him most of the season mm. in 85-86. Right, uh, and, and then what? What did he do against those historically great Boston Celtics? I mean, I'm, well, game one he had forty nine. <laughs> I remember that. Something happened game two. Ah, something went down game two. Maybe. Uh, I, I'm seeing a six and a and a three. And Larry Bird said it was God. Right. See? Finish it. Finish the statement. In Michael Jordan's body. No, good effort. No, close. God in basketball shoes. God disguises Michael Jordan. Yes, that was yes. close though. At Come least, on. at least here's a young person who's read a history book. <laughs> um, I like. I mean, it's it's hilarious that Carm yeah. did that. 
It to is. an NFL draft prospect. I'm, but you gotta you gotta correct these young people. You gotta school the youth, man. It's nothing wrong with schooling the youth and letting them know exactly what the truth is. If you're gonna have these debates, and I don't mind having these debates, gotta let them know what the truth is. I just had one with a friend of mine who was having LeBron debates, and I was just going down, just chopping down all his arc. I'm like, that didn't happen, that didn't happen, that's wrong, and that's wrong. This this he was like, Oh, really? My favorite part is when you had those debates and you were like, Oh yeah, Mike did that? <laughs> yeah, yeah, twice. <laughs> That's the other part. He's like, he did it two times. You know what I mean? That's the best. Esteban says, "Goon of the night material right there." <laughs> Jelly with cold blooded Karn. Uh, there is only one true God. Shout out to Fish. Oh man, yeah, he's special, bro. He, Mike, it's Michael Jordan. It, that was great. Shout out to Carm. I hope I would love to know this backstory. Though. Yeah, no. We when, get Carm when, on here. when Carm gets back from Indy, we need to hear yeah, the whole get him story on of that here exchange because on this show and and let's have a conversation. This is one of the things that. I've always liked about Carm, who is a basket case of a person, uh, and I say that in the kindest way possible. Damn, um, <laughs> he is always as passionate as I am when it comes to explaining to people why they're wrong. When they are like throw any kind of disrespect or shade at Michael Jordan, yeah, he yeah. like Carm will not tolerate it. No, he won't, and I love that about. He's him. not having it, dog. <laughs> he is not having it. <laughs> it's the best, man. Oh man, oh it was great. It's awesome, awesome. <sighs> Uh, all right, so uh, with that, let's actually shift our focus here and uh, mm. talk about Bulls stuff. Mm-hmm. The uh, the hero of last night, Dave. Yeah, there were there were a couple heroes. We talked last night post game about how Drummond had a monster game. Yes. Um, but the most exciting thing I think that Bulls fans were vibing with last night mm-hmm. was a uh, legitimate first look at uh, owner Alpha Tim, mm-hmm. who recently was promoted to a, a standard contract to join the Bulls' 15 man squad. Mm-hmm. And with Caruso taking the night off on top of all the other injuries, Craig out, Zach Levine out, Patrick out, we were like, are we going to see some? We're going to see some owner up tonight, and we did. And we did. And not only did he come in immediately, knock down a confident three. Uh, he continued to make things happen in a variety of ways on the offensive end. He ended up knocking down both of his threes. Made that super sexy floater in the lane sexy. when he was facing the the defense closing out on him after yes. he had knocked down a three or two. Mm-hmm. Uh, hit big free throws late in the game. He did. And then Billy Donovan. Continued to ride him through both overtime periods. Yeah, yeah. Stuck with him. He also made, like, quality, like, smart plays on the defensive end as well. Yeah. It was it was awesome. It was. And he's not known as a great defender. Um, but he the IQ was obvious. And I think that was mentioned by Billy and uh, DeMar DeRozan. Talked about his IQ. Both of them just were like, no, his IQ is there. It's there is the word they kept saying. Basically saying he's got it all, and in my head, I'm like, if you knew that, what the hell is he not on the floor for? But I digress. He was awesome. That was, like he said, a dream come true for a guy like that. And he was just so happy. Um, his father was there at the game to watch that as well. He said, I'm sure he's also said he's sure his mother was watching uh, from back home. Um, from from Turkey, I believe he's from? Mm-hmm. Turkish? Turkey. Yes. Um, so yeah, like it was really cool to see him do that, but no, it didn't look overwhelming at all for him, Matt. It looked like, yeah, this is what I'm supposed to do. And he so much said those things. Like I wasn't nervous or anything like that. He was like, cause this is what I do. This is what I'm put here to do. Get at, get out there on the floor and play basketball. He said it was more like a dream come true than it was anything for nerves. Mm-hmm. So that shows me, yeah, put him on the floor. <laughs> like that dude is ready to play. 
in any kind of environment, you know, like he showed you in that kind of environment, he can still thrive and help your team. You mentioned the defensive end and he talked about it, it's been probably the most difficult thing for him is the defense is not the same because the terminology and the way they do it here is much different than how they do it where he's from. But he credited those guys for teaching him and showing him, you know, the how the the uh, uh, where you need to be, you know, on the floor. Mm-hmm. Uh, Caruso, he credited Kobe, he credited Io, uh, those guys always see and, and Vooch as well, showing him where he needed to be. And, and how he needed to play that defense. So it led to those plays like you saw him diving on the floor, yeah. getting that loose ball, and and that was awesome. It led to him getting that rebound after that Kobe White block yep. uh, with one hand, by the way, because Donovan Mitchell was grabbing the other one. Mm-hmm. So those kind of plays. We haven't even talked about the offense, you right. know what I mean? But it's just those things is what's going to keep you on the floor. Mm-hmm. It wasn't the scoring. It was that defense. Yeah. And Billy Donovan loves that stuff. Yeah, uh, yeah, he did. Um, shout out to our guy, Stefano. He had a great little, like, you know, a uh, minute and a half breakdown of some of uh, Tim's uh, key plays last night, including highlighting him when he was off the ball uh, on offense or also on the defensive end. Uh, he, he made a couple of really hu- great hustle plays in transition defense scenarios, mm-hmm. great uh, help defense, knowing where to be in help defense scenarios uh, when he was playing on the weak side of the floor, um, dropping into the low man spot to cover for Vooch when Vooch mm-hmm. was rotating, like, and, and that's why, and DeMar said uh, a lot of things praising uh, Batima after that game last night. Uh, among them is uh, something that I really enjoyed DeMar saying, which was, it's amazing uh, to see a guy, co- or uh, uh, you can tell he can play. You can tell the IQ is there. The feel is there. He can shoot the heck out of the ball. He's got a great feel for the game already, and it showed tonight. And that is high praise Coming from DeMar DeRozan. And I I think if you watch and if you go back and watch or go find the little like video breakdown that our friend Stefano did on on Batim's action last night, it shows because you can tell whether he's on the offensive end or defensive end, the way he's moving and spacing wise. I think other than one exception, which was the final possession of regulation, which was a DeMar hero ball fadeaway and Batim and Aya were both in the right corner yes. stuck together and the spacing right. was terrible You're right. but that was one instance most everything else we saw from him was being very spatially aware and being in the right place at the right time mm-hmm. which is pretty impressive for a guy who up until that point had played six total minutes of mop-up time right. of NBA basketball yeah yeah and and this is why it was so exciting you know especially Bulls fans love a underdog story you know, a hero story like that coming in off the bench. They Bulls fans love Rocky. That's basically how I've put it. <laughs> Bulls fans love Rocky. And this guy coming in like that, but not only being that way, but also just being a good guy, you know, being a nice guy, and everybody on the team kind of loves him. But even talking about the offense, Matt, I, I was watching him just how he was moving in the sets, you know, on, on the offensive side, and it was never out of place. He knew when to cut. He knew when to give that space to DeMar. Uh, he knew when to when to fan out. He knew when to come off of that 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 uh, screen and shoot the ball. He knew the first three he hit was a Vooch cross court pass to him <laughs> over in the baseline, over in the corner, and he stepped back mm-hmm. into the three point shot mm-hmm. the, before the yeah. ball even hit him in the hands. He stepped back he, into yeah. the three point shot and took that shot like that. Man, that's IQ. That's the stuff we're talking about right there. That's that IQ. The other three-point shot was just ones that shoot a shoot coming off, you know, a curl. Yeah. 
curl action right there as soon as he got it. And, and the defender closed out on him quickly. Yes, and like he it did. was it ended up being a pretty Splash. well contested shot. And he it was just a, a rise in fire. And you're like, yeah. man, how much have Bulls fans have been crying out for players who can do that on it, this on this roster? Tell you, man, it's like and again, all he did was hit two threes and play competent, but we have been starving. And Bulls fans are like, <laughs> we're not worthy. You know? Again, I've used I've used that analogy before of when you're starving and, and somebody gives you a cracker and you're like, what is this steak? You know what I mean? Like, yo, it's we're starving for this. So when you saw him actually do those things, it's why Bulls fans are just oh, put him in and play him 48 minutes every night now. But he's earned himself some tick. Yeah. Like for sure. Like it's, it's a couple of guys whose minutes are about to dwindle because mm-hmm. he's earned himself some tick. And speaking of that, uh, we gotta take our first break here, but we'll come back on the other side. We'll keep uh uh, this conversation going about the the Bulls' new shining uh, prodigy, and uh, whether or not we might see some changes in Billy's rotation in the coming uh, you know final stretch of twenty three games because of it, um, and also hear uh, some of what he had to say about Demar and how uh, Demar was showering yeah, him with praise and yeah. affection last night because that was really cool to that see was. too. Uh, we'll do that on the other side of this break. While we do that, you know what to do: hit that like button. Do it if you're hanging out watching us on YouTube. Helps us out a lot. We appreciate it. Also, if you aren't already, subscribe to the CHO Sports YouTube channel because we're getting there, baby. 49.4K. Trying to get to 50K on our two-year anniversary, which is coming up real soon. Coming up real soon, y'all. Right on the other side of this weekend. Thank y'all for wanting to get us there, too. We appreciate it. We appreciate Appreciate it. it. Uh, Dave, what do we got first today? We got the most unexpected. Unscripted and unforgettable motorsports experience for families should I, in the world today. Should I take cover right now? <laughs> yes, you should. You should be worried. <laughs> because the Monster Jam returns to Chicagoland for an adrenaline-charged weekend at the All-State Arena, March 1st through the 3rd, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Yeah, world's best drivers show off crazy scales in all-out racing and fierce head-to-head battles for event championships. Give me an explosion, Joe. Engineered to perfection, the 12,000-pound Monster Jam truck pushes all limits in freestyle skills, donuts, and racing competitions. The Arena Series West champion will receive the highly coveted automatic bid for the prestigious Monster Jam World Finals to compete for the title of World Champion. That's what it would sound like if Joey had explosives for me. See world-class athletes in action performing the craziest stunts in motorsports. Experience big-time family fun, 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 fun at Monster Jam. Unexpected, unscripted, unforgettable. This is Monster Jam. <laughs> See it live at the All-State Arena March 1st to the 3rd this weekend. Link for the tickets in the description. Now, of course, there is Monster Jam trivia, Matt. You had, you, wait, you said I think I've four. done two and four. Okay, so, so you got one, three, and three A. Hit me with three A. Three A. How much does each tire and wheel weigh? Joey's got to guess. Is it six tons? Is it 12 it's tons? Something <laughs> in, I know that it is something in tons. It's 12 tons. 12 tons. Wait, gotta say be. it again. Each, each tire, tire. Each tire and wheel. Two tons. 4,000 pounds. 
645 pounds. That is more believable. <laughs> so that's about, you know, a little more than 25% of one ton. But so, yeah. Yeah, you keep going with tons on these, Joe. You know, and I'll shout out to you for that, by the way. Joey, just let Joey have an obsession with tons. That's why for I said shout out to him. I'll shout him out for it. Somebody <laughs> said it, somebody said the other day that my new nickname is Joey Tons. Joey, Joey Tons, <laughs> which I will regret telling you. Tons of Joey. <laughs> we were gonna get there eventually, Joe. No worries. I also I am a really big fan of hearing the phrase "family fun" in that voice. <laughs> family fun. Come on out for some family fun. Fun fun. <laughs> <laughs> Bring your children. <laughs> we promise they're safe. Especially the ones we've been watching the whole time. Bring them out. Because we're going to have fun. <laughs> we're going to drive these monster trucks <laughs> off a ramp and let your kids lay down underneath it. <laughs> They'll be protected. Kind of. <laughs> Disclaimer, just kidding. That's not what happens yeah, at all. Jam. Never will happen. They are very, very Go family check it friendly. out. Bring the kiddos. It's a great Honestly, time. Honestly, bring the kids. They, they like cars and trucks and explosions. Who doesn't? All right. Have mm-hmm. a good time this weekend at the All-State Arena, y'all. Uh, something that's also fun. Is uh, Prize Picks Daily Fantasy Sports, the largest DFS platform in North America? They're the easiest and most exciting way to play DFS. It's just you against the numbers. That's mm. it. Instead of battling thousands of other players who are down in their basements with their spreadsheets and their glasses pushing up between the bridge of their nose, that. No. Sharks, pros, no. It's just you playing against the numbers. You pick more than or less than on anywhere between two and six different player stat projections on the game that you want to play, and then just watch the winnings roll in. Football season may be over, but action on the floor, on the hardwood, is heating up. Whether it's tournament season or the fight for playoff home court, no shortage of high-stakes basketball moments this time of year. God, I cannot wait for the playoffs. Yes. Get in on the excitement with Prize Picks, America's number one fantasy sports app, where you can turn your hoops knowledge into serious cashola. Mm-hmm. Conference tournaments are here, which means the biggest moments in college basketball are getting closer. You can be a part of the action on Prize Picks for both men's and women's college basketball. Uh, we were taking in a little uh, women's college hoops uh, just over the office yeah, early this uh, afternoon. Yeah, Virginia and Notre Dame were going that Right. Day. Also, shout out Caitlin Clark to Claire for the WNBA draft today. Yes, she did. Big yes, news. She did. Big news. That's going to be big. Uh, hey, Fever, you want to just, like, give the sky that pick? Just I mean, for, why not? Just, like, just, come on. Just, just to be nice, you know, state neighbors. Yeah. It'd be better for the league. It, <laughs> It'd be better for that. the league if she's in Chicago. That. Yeah, no, no, no offense to, no offense to the all. Indiana. No offense at all. Sporting world, but. Yeah, uh, you can now find also on Prize Picks community plays under the promos tab of the app to view entries from some of the biggest names in the Prize Picks community every week and see what those people are doing. Check out their scores. Maybe pick up a tip for yourself. A little bit. Uh, Prize Picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit them in Less than 60 seconds. Oh. Really quick. Hey, here's a play. Here's a play I want to make. I was talking to our guy Cody from Cubs uh, earlier today about mm-hmm. some of the picks he was making today. And I was like, ooh, I like that. Mm-hmm. I might uh, tap into some prize picks ap- action myself tonight. Uh, they also have that injured player insurance on prize picks, which is uh, a big bonus, something that I think a lot of DFS players have been frustrated about in the past. Not at prize picks. They will take care of you if a player leaves in the first half and doesn't return in the second half. Mm. Go to prizepicks.com slash CHGO. Use code CHGO for a first deposit match up to $100. That's prizepicks.com slash CHGO with promo code CHGO yeah. to get that 
deposit match for a hundred bucks. Pick more, pick less. It's that easy, baby. It's that easy. Mm-hmm. Pick it. Ooh, uh, there's a, an, another contestant being thrown into the ring for new owner Alpatim nicknames. Okay, hit me. Obi, O B Wankanubi from King Cap. Mm. Mm. Not bad. I don't know. Uh, Rob uh, and uh, Antle in the comments saying OB has the force. I, I like it better than what was the gross plunger one? That was the, Turkish plunger. the Turkish plunger. The Turkish I am, plunger. I am vetoing Turkish plunger. I like it. <laughs> I like Turkish plunger, dog. I, matter of fact, I thought about it on the way here. I was like, you know what? Turkish plunger. I like it. I like it. I like it. I like the way it's out. Maybe it's because I'm thinking of uh, Turkish Hammer. Uh, yeah. Because that's Turkish what Omer, Hammer. Omer Sheik, Sheik shout was. out. This is one of the, the great Stacey Nick Yes, it was. Man. So maybe that's what's playing in my brain. Mm-hmm, it just mm-hmm. throwing plunger on there just does it. But I just like the sound of it, man. So fine. Put something else if you don't want plunger. Give we're, me something we're else. Gonna, we're going to keep spitballing. Yeah, we're going to toss him out there. I, I do really like the simplicity of bit him. But him. H-I-M. Just throw an H into his last name because he is him. He's, yeah, the, he's say, the new front runner for NBA I, MVP I this season. Him. Obviously. With the tilted brim. Um, speaking of him, uh, the team had a wonderful uh, thoughts last night. Um, Will and some of his fellow beat members posted a video of him talking at his uh, locker room post game. Yeah. And you could just see he was glowing. Oh, man. After the, getting that opportunity that and having that career experience. You know, and, and Donovan said that he was happy for him, saying that uh, Batim had worked really hard mm-hmm. for any young player when the opportunity finally arrives. Get that first opportunity, and it plays out the way it did. Donovan yes. said that that was really cool. And he said, you know, it helps that owner helps a great guy because you could be so easily happy for somebody like that yes. when they get a moment like that. Yeah. Um, but as far as the the praise that he also got from his teammate DeMar DeRozan, but Tim said, Debo told me that he was proud of me. That means a lot to me. Mm. I grew up watching him. He was one of my idols. Mm. And right now we're on the court together. We won together. Mm. And him, uh, uh, and then hearing that from him, it's really a huge blessing. That's it's cool, like, man. you know, it's just sort of like a nerding out, fanboying kind of experience for a, a young guy who was you know had had some acclaim playing overseas like he was a very you know well-decorated player over oh, in yeah, turkey for sure then go, comes over to the states gets a chance with a g-league roster mm-hmm. has some solid minutes for the windy city bulls yep. and then because the bulls are short-staffed gets a call up and in his first real tick he plays like that mm-hmm. in a game that dramatic yeah where his team comes out on top of one of the best teams in the conference. Yeah. Uh, that that's like fairy tale storybook shit for yeah. a player getting their their true NBA debut. No, without a doubt, Matt. Like this is what you write movies about, these kind of things, man. And he'll never forget this uh as long as he lives. He'll he'll regale his children and grandchildren with these kind of tales about his first time playing in an NBA game. This is Jeremy Lin kind of thinking. You know what I mean? Like not to that level, because Liam was obviously on a whole nother level as far as, you know, what he was doing. But just that kind of feeling is what it does. Or the young man, I can't remember, but he played for the Lakers, but he was, like, almost 40 years old. But he was, like, a really old G League player. Mm-hmm. And the Lakers gave him his first time ever opportunity to play in the NBA. And when he got in and played, he balled clean out in that first game, man. So it's those kind of things that you think about. And he just played really, really, really well, man. Like, I can't stress that enough of a guy who just, if you go back and watch the tape, just watching him float 
on those sets on offense, man. Knowing when when to cut, knowing when to take his man with him. And now uh, the, hitting a couple threes means the defense can't double team certain guys mm-hmm. like DeMar DeRozan, who went into one-on-one all the time because they couldn't leave him. And he was like, ah, this is fun. <laughs> you know, yeah. one-on-one. Oh, my God. Kobe will experience some of that. Um, but having Batim and Kobe and Io out there as your shooters – will absolutely spread the floor and and give you more space. Not talking about Vooch. <laughs> it didn't matter to centers because the centers changed because obviously Vooch fouled out. Who had a good game? But he fouled out. <laughs> it, it, hit the towel. Hit the towel boy, too, in the face also when he did it, man. Uh, shout out to that dude for being strong. But when Drummond comes in, he continues his wrath mm-hmm. on, of, of grabbing those rebounds. So the center didn't matter, but the shooters that you had around him, but especially him. Because mm-hmm. it wasn't the fact that he was shooting. It's the way it looks. Shoot, people understand when they see shooters. Shooters, yeah. Shoot, they're like, oh, dog, you got to. Dude, I've, the I've fluidity yes. of it. Whereas, like, it, even as much as Io has improved his three-point uh, efficiency Not this the season. Uh, like, it, his form is still a little wonky and weird. And he's got this weird, like, stagger step front back. I don't know if you've picked up on that recently with Io when he's shooting his threes. His stance is weird. Stance his, is his release is still a little slow. Yeah. We've been getting on Patrick Williams for years trying to get him and his form uh, and the release of his form to yeah. speed up a little bit. Yeah. And then, like, when you comparatively see a shooter who's just like, oh, that's a shooter. Yes. When he has the, you know, coming around curl screens, catch and shoot opportunities, like the second three he made last night. The wherewithal as his first three. His first May 3 last night that you pointed out uh, in the front half of our conversation where he was spatially aware to, okay, I think I might be able to get a swing pass from the opposite side of the court right now, and I'm going to step back behind the three-point line as that pass is arriving in my direction so I can have a quick catch and shoot. That is stuff shooters do. Right, right. People can turn themselves into respectable threats behind the three-point line who aren't shooters. Right. And I think the Bulls have, over the last few years – to, to many Bulls fans' frustrations, had a bevy of players who at some point in their career may and may have turned themselves into a respectable threat, but they are not shooters. Yeah, yeah, and, and that word right there is what I like so much is threat because respectable threat and a plain old threat are two different things. When Batim, the way he shot that and the way he hit that, he immediately became a threat. Mm-hmm. They knew that they could not leave him. They knew that they couldn't cheat off him because of the way that form looked and how pretty it was. They might cheat off of Io, and Io's been killing him. Thanks for cheating off of Io, by the way, because he's continuing to kill him. They might even cheat off, off of Kobe because he can be streaky at some times. But guys like him remind me of guys like uh, J.J. Redick or someone mm-hmm. who is just going to be a threat no matter what. We can't leave him, guys. We just can't leave this dude open. Put somebody on him. I don't care how tall or big they are. Somebody's got to stay with that player. That's what Batim can actually be for the Bulls. And that will make it so much easier for guys like DeMar or even Kobe when he's breaking down guys one-on-one. It's just being a threat. Mm -hmm. When you are threatening people, they won't leave you, and they will put somebody on you because they don't want to be cooked. It's that simple. Uh, Shout-out to my buddy Matias, who is in the comments, threw us a super chat, saying, I'm loving these Noach comparisons uh, that Tim is getting amazing with the Nochioni vibes. Nochioni, oh, man. By the way, shout-out to – can't. oh, shoot, I can't remember where it ended up uh, from which account in my Twitter feed, but somebody posted a vid of a Noach poster today 
because it happened on leap year, whatever, oh, it must like have been 2006 that or the whatever. Tom Chambers dunk, as I call it. Uh, yeah. yeah, the one where he just absolutely <laughs> elevated, just disrespected another human being. That's when he became him. Um, I remember that. I remember that. Dunk. Yeah, I, I have seen some notes comps been flying around recently. Uh, and, and not just the the lazy Eurocom, but it was like, you know, maybe a, a similar skill set. Mm-hmm. Uh, I loved Noach. Had a Noach jersey. Noach was, was great, When man. I was little, I had a Noach jersey. I mean, the only person, because of the, the fervor that he played on NBA court with, where I could be like, yo, your hair is a catastrophe, but I'm going <laughs> to let it slide because you're balling. I mean, like. Oh, man. Shout out to Noach. So, some of the shaggy Nochioni hair. Seasons were yeah. like, dude, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah. What are you doing? You're right. I I, I think you yeah, the, the feeling of when notes came on the scene, yeah, it was very similar to that kind of feeling of yesterday. You're right. That, that, that guy doesn't was, look was like a baller. And then you watch yeah. him play, and you're like, yo, this guy can play. But Batim, dude. No, Batim, for me, he looked like a baller for sure. Like, notes mm. didn't look like a baller at all. That hair and that jersey and all that, he just looked like he was like, all right, put him out there. We stink. Let's put him out there and see what happens. Oh, snap. Those going off. But but team, man, when you see the dude with the sleeves off, all t- I was man, I was sitting over there and talking about that all the time. Like, look at him. He got the guns out. Put that dude in and let him shoot. Like, everything about him looked like I play basketball and put me in the game, coach. Uh, Anthony in the comments said, I do like his b-ball IQ and the fact that he can shoot. Why did it take so long for him to get guaranteed contract and for him to be up here trying to get minutes? Yeah. Um, I mean, fair questions. Yeah, I, fair. I think the why did it take so long for him to get a guaranteed contract, they they had him on a two-way. Mm-hmm. If the Bulls felt that they needed him earlier, they probably would have brought him up earlier. And then I think it was sort of a – and this is not intended to be offensive to the team, but, like, I think the Bulls brought him in as the final 15th, con- 15th contract for the remainder of this season when they realized that nobody – in the group of buyout market candidates, was looking the Bulls' direction. Mm-hmm. They're like, well, okay, well, we'll just promote this guy that we have in-house. Yes, correct. The Bulls love promoting from within. Oh, yeah. Uh, it's, one, it's one of their go-to moves. He's right. Um, but so, like, I think the more important part of that question that Anthony asked is, okay, now that you figured out in last night's game that this guy can play, and not just he can knock down a shot if he's open – but he did a lot of other things in that 28 minutes off the bench sure. to display to not only Bulls fans watching, but the coaching staff and his teammates. I can make things happen out there mm-hmm. for us in a good way. Uh, heads up plays of being in the right place at the right time on offense, mm-hmm. holding his own on defense. So now what? Yes. And the what meaning how many more minutes is he going to get? That's the question. Because Caruso, the update today was still questionable whether or not he'll play tomorrow against the Bucks. But even when Caruso comes back, you're still shorthanded to a degree. And in the same game where we saw Batim say, hey, here I am and I am useful. We saw Javon Carter do some of the dumbest shit I've ever seen. Oh, man, dog. And oh, man. Oh, there man. has to be a valid question posed towards Billy Donovan the next time our guy Goat and his fellow meet beat members talk yeah. about his rotation. Yes. Because I think Bulls fans also, we don't want to see Dalen Terry lose any minutes. We don't want to see Julian Phillips lose any minutes. Right. But we also, Bulls fans looking for the new next shiny thing to distract us from a season that is boog. <laughs> um we, we I think we could all agree that most of us want to see more minutes from him from this guy. Who we saw 
first real minutes from last night, and how does Billy handle that, Dave? Yeah, without a doubt, man. You want you want to see more, and Billy right now he's in an okay position. Billy Donovan, I'm saying, as far as okay, I know where I can move him around and get these minutes here and here. It's going to get tougher when guys like Torrey Craig come back. It's going to get tougher when, like, Caruso gets back in. That's when it's going to get, oh, man, okay, then you're going to have to see Billy say be situational uh, in certain decisions that he makes out there on the floor. That's, that's what's going to be interesting. But, yeah, you, he has earned – he's clearly earned his minutes. When, anytime the coach leaves you out there for 20-plus minutes, it doesn't take you out the game, like, for a double Including overtime Including two joint. overtimes. Yeah, in a double overtime joint. Like, that's crazy. Like, in your first ever game, I'm showing you that kind of trust. Billy Donovan? <laughs> like, yo, that's saying a lot. Because Billy Donovan is stubborn in, in those senses, guys. He's, he's very stubborn in that. So for him to go ahead and do that in, the, in your first game – says a lot about what is going to be his role going forward. Mm-hmm. He's going to get tick. Yeah. Um, the guys like Daylon Terry, I, I think his minutes might come down. I think Julian Phillips' minutes might slide a little bit. I think Javon Carter's minutes might def- – I mean, they're taking a serious pay cut. <laughs> Lord's Obey in the comments just said, JC can go cry in the van. We need OB. <laughs> yeah. I don't know if that's a van. Maybe a car. I, I just assumed he would, he said van because, you know. Yeah, no, I, I guarantee you that's why he said van. Shout out. <laughs> but, but yeah, man, like he's come in and he's taking those minutes because not only the size, but not only the shooting, but the defense and the IQ and the know-how. Mm-hmm. Like when you watch Javon, man, like that layup he, he passed up, bro, was brutal. That was brutal, bro. Like, I mean, it, it was brutal. one of those instances where as a Bulls fan, you're, you're watching something and I'm like, wait, am, am I crazy? Yeah. Or did I actually just watch that happen? Yeah. Because that makes no sense. Yeah, it was As a tough. thing that happened on planet Earth. It's and the then, ifs, like you said. And then it gets picked up by other larger, like, <laughs> NBA media accounts. Yeah. Like, Bleacher Report posted that. Yeah. Um, you know, Hoopswire posted that. A whole bunch of different NBA accounts saw that one play from Javon Carter and were like, let's all have a laugh. Yeah. And it was like, okay, we're not crazy. That was that was inexplicably dumb. Yeah. It, well, it we all bad. watched that guy in a Bulls jersey do just now. It was bad. Um, but I think you're right. Like saying he's got the yips. I don't think there's anything else to it. Right? What, I mean, what else could explain it? Yeah. Because that, I mean, that was the weirdest example we've seen. Yeah. But even before that, in last night's game, which was just, you know, the most recent of several examples, when Javon has an open look behind the three point line and he changes his mind halfway into looking like he's going to rise and fire. And he has never at any point before in his career been a player who questions himself when he thinks he's ready to shoot. That is defined who Javon Carter is. Yes, it is. And made him such a valuable piece for the Bucs, for the Suns. If I'm open, I'm shooting this. Yeah. And for the first stretch of this season as a bull, he operated that way. Yes. And then for whatever reason recently, and I don't know if it's because he got back in the rotation after a stretch where Billy stopped trusting him and he wasn't getting minutes where he's starting to second guess himself and question this. Now it's just like even the simple default things that you would expect to get from Javon Carter, he himself is complicating mm-hmm. for a reason that doesn't seem to be there. Yeah, man. And, and it's weird. And you're right. If I could hang my hat on it, as far as I've seen you do something like this before, like you said, in your career. And like you said, I've been following since college, bro. I, I don't recall this, you know, ever being this way. Yeah. And it sucks <laughs> for somebody who wanted this so bad 
to be here in Chicago to play for the Bulls, who was rendered speechless when we would ask him, what does it mean to you? Mm -hmm. What would it mean to you put that jersey on? He didn't even, he couldn't even comprehend the thought. He didn't even have words for it, man. Like, cause it meant that much to him to do it. That's what it, that's why it sucks so bad. And again, a guy that everybody had some high hopes for also. Yeah. You Andrew in the comments saying, I'm sad. I thought JC would be a good signing. I, th I, think, I think a lot of us did. Yeah. Just we knowing what he could provide and, and filling a hole that the Bulls roster clearly had last season correct, correct. as far as what he could offer. And some of us even earlier this season when Kobe got out to a rough start saying, hey, like throw Javon out there with the, the main three. Yeah. Because we haven't seen that. We're like 20 games into the season. We still haven't seen Javon share the floor with DeMar, Zach, and Vooch. Like yeah. what's up with that? Yeah. Show us something else that you haven't shown us yet. Because he was hitting sh shots. He was hitting his shots and being taken out the game, bro. And then after that, we just he just wasn't the same, man. And but this kind of stuff right here, even the missed layup we saw in Detroit the game before, like he missed a, a layup, bro. Like I'm, I don't know what's happening with him, bro. I hope everything's cool with him, you know, off the court. Uh, but man, those yeah. hips, man, they they're kicking him. But but team, oh, but Tim is is stepping into that role. Yes, he, he really is stepping into that. Uh, role. As Colin calling in the set, uh, in the Colin calling in the comments. There's a talk to said. Uh, Carter used to have. Denzel confidence. Oh, uh, also shout out to our guy Jelly, who said uh, from the Windy City games and highlights I've watched it. But Tim, I was floored to see the same handles from those games transfer to NBA level play. Yeah. He like, and it was just that one possession. But when he attacked that closeout, mm. and it led to him hitting that just silky floater in the lane, I was like, okay, not only is that showing b-ball IQ yes. and awareness I've knocked down a three already tonight now I'm going to attack this closeout and then having the handles and the touch and the finesse to, yeah. to pull off the rest of that play yeah that's all impressive yeah. stuff and you usually and I tend to say when I'm watching G League stuff or you know getting ready to watch a player called up from the G League oh okay so they did it in the G League but the G League ain't the NBA mm -hmm. I, I I say that all the time because yes, I truly do. believe that there is a wide talent gap yes and the best of the best in the g league get their shots to play real nba ball sure you know whether it's patim last night or you know uh somebody that we rooted for got a chance to to get to know a little bit better in summer league last summer you know javon freeman liberty yes getting his shot with toronto yep. like those certain g league players who you're like this guy might actually be able to be useful to an NBA team. Spencer Dinwiddie. Right, exactly. Mm -hmm. it's, it's why the NBA invented these two-way contracts. Yes, correct. Um, so correct. I, I am excited. I hope we see more minutes from him yes. in these final 23. Yeah. Uh, because I think you also need, if you're the Bulls, to figure out, okay, we signed him to this multi-year deal. It's a two-year deal, um, and there are certain you know, stops. There are certain exit ramps the Bulls have with his contract mm -hmm. if they don't want to keep him around. Yeah. They should figure out in these 23 games if they want to keep them around. Yes, they, they got a lot to think about. I, I do have a, a, a question, but I think I'll save it because I know we got to take a break. We got to take a break. But I'll come back to it. We can come back to it. Uh, while we're taking that second break, you know what to do. Bulls Nation, hit that like button if you didn't do it the first time around uh, because our guy, Troll Joe, would really appreciate your thumbs. Yeah. He likes thumbs. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> it just sounds so sweet and innocent. It's oh, not a troll man. that means you harm. He's not. No, he just like, needs the thumbs. Take, take, can yeah, I correct. have your digital it's not, thumbs? It's never been, I will take your thumbs. No. Yes. It's, mm -hmm. please give them. May, may yes. I please have your digital thumbs? Yes, and they've handed it to him because he has a whole treasure troll full of those thumbs. 
I want to see that picture again. That's my favorite I, photo. I want a 3D printed, like, like a cardboard cutout, yeah. but just like a there full 3D <laughs> print of that hanging out in one of the corners of our office. <laughs> like, I really... Yeah. Oh God! I haven't seen it in days. It's so good. <laughs> what were you gonna say, Troll Joe? Oh, man. what do you want the 3D cutout of Troll Joey or of the that box? picture? Man. That oh, graphic you made. Right I want Troll thing. Joe. I want the tr the the treasure chest. I want the thumbs in the treasure chest. I want all of that 3D printed. Yeah, and standing proudly somewhere in our office, right? Like space. a little like bobblehead or something. That'd be cool. <laughs> I bet. I bet, Joe. I bet. <laughs> Maybe a, maybe a talking bobblehead like this Swirsky here. <laughs> <laughs> you press a button and his bobblehead goes. <laughs> oh man! I wish I could press a button to get a car. Yeah, huh? That'd be great. Guess what you can? Because you got the internet. Click and clack, click and clack. You gonna find out about one at our guys Ray Chevrolet Chevrolet in the building. Yes, Ray Chevrolet is sharing their best offers all month long. All month. With their auto show sales event, make your way to Ray Chevrolet, that rhymed, on Route 12 in Fox Lake to join in on the savings. As one of the top-selling Chevy dealers in the Midwest, you'll always be able to shop one of Chicagoland's largest Chevy inventories. Plus... You can find the perfect tailgate vehicle at Ray Chevy because they are offering zero, I said a zero percent financing for 72 months on new Silverados, and they got over 100 of them things available and ready to go. And on top of that, it's beautiful, wonderful Sunday that I just served up right there. They're pricing over 125 vehicles under 20,000, y'all. You heard Woo. what I said? Woo. 125 vehicles over... Under twenty thousand, like can pricing get more affordable? Can't it? Cannot type it in Google and ask Google will tell you. No, ask Troll Joey. He'll say no. Nah. You can ask Jesus. If you want to? He'll tell you. He'll say. He'll can't say do it. no. Can't do it. Also, he'll say I'm still alive. Can't. Wow. <laughs> Jesus is chilling. Is Jeeves still around? Jeeves. Ask Jeeves. Jeeves. Is he still around? That's a good question. I'm gonna ask Google right now if Ask Jeeves is still here. <laughs> <laughs> He's gonna say hello, badge. Welcome. Oh my gosh! I know. It's now just called Ask.com. Oh, they've flipped it. We the, the little the little picture of the butler is gone. The people want. Why Jeeves. are you still a website if you don't have a, a adorable little butler? Is the your people mascot. want Jeeves? All right. I wanted to ask Jeeves, not just ask. Ask.com wants to show you notifications. Uh, block. <sighs> no thanks. I know everyone loves the word free. And that's what you'll get this month at Ray Chevrolet, y'all. Guess what? Today, the 29th, the last day, you can book that free oil change, y'all. You can still book it and get it at another time, but you got to book it today and get your free oil change and enjoy your leaf year before you head on into March with a smoother vehicle that you will get from Ray Chevrolet. Visit Ray Chevrolet in Fox Lake or RayChevrolet.com. They have been serving the community since 1963, find new roads and let those roads lead you to Ray Chevrolet. Woo! Uh, you know what's uh, just as enjoyable as finding new roads in your new Chevy car sometimes? Oh my God, please tell me. Uh, enjoying your peace and quiet and serenity of your home. 
with your brand new flooring. Oh. Uh, with Empire Today, you get shop at home convenience, the right product for your needs, quick and professional installation. Need it. And a low price guarantee. Empire is the best place to get new flooring. We know this. Yes. You know this. You do. Uh, so, of course, they have copycats, <laughs> but those copycats can't beat Empire on quality, on service, or on speed. Mm-mm. So, all those competitors try to do is advertise low quality products that Empire simply won't even carry. Boo! Empire won't promise the lowest price because anyone who is promising the lowest price is doing so for products that are so crappy. Empire doesn't even bother to carry them. They wouldn't put them in your home. They're not going to they're not they wouldn't put them in their home. They're not going to tell you to put them in yours. Empire's philosophy is simple. Help you find what you need. Don't overwhelm you with thousands of unnecessary choices and substitutes. What they leave out of the selection just as important as what they put into it. You also got to check out their virtual floor designer, a wonderfully helpful feature that allows you to see how different flooring options from Empire can look in your home. Very easy to use. Snap a picture on your phone, swipe left, swipe right. It's like a dating app, but for flooring options. It's the best. You can see how it looks with the decor in your house, with the lighting in your house and different rooms. Uh, They also service their own warranties. If any issues do ever arise, just call Empire. They will send their team to come take care of it for you. Mm. Schedule a free in-home estimate today. All listeners can receive a $350 discount when using promo code CHGO. Yeah. Restrictions apply to EmpireToday.com slash CHGO for details. 588 Troll Joe. Empire. Today. <laughs> I literally knew that was coming. I, I Yeah. Because you could read me. I like it. Mm-hmm. You know. I knew it wasn't. I knew it was a troll. I know it was coming to troll Joey. Yes, correct. Mm-hmm. Exactly. That's what the people Yes, want. because I saw that picture and my heart blossomed into a million butterflies. That's right. Because I love <laughs> troll Joe. <laughs> uh, Dave, what did you want to put a pin in on the first side of the break? Uh, so this is the question I had. So seeing the success of Batim mm-hmm. and how he played, knowing he was just there on the bench, do you think this opens the door? for other younger players that are just sitting on the Bulls bench right now to get some more time, some more tick. And by that, of course, I'm talking about my main man, Funk, getting in there, getting a little shot at that. Is it time? Cause I, and I'm asking you this because I know how you feel about this season. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, since there's, what, 23 games left, yeah. are you cool with just saying, fine, let's get the young guys out here and get it started? I mean, it, it's a, it's an interesting question. I think my answer is even if I was cool with it, and I might be, you know who's not cool with it? The people who run this team who are still trying to make their way to the playing tournament. <laughs> if Kobe and DeMar are healthy and available, yeah. knock on wood, yeah. and Caruso, you know, takes care of this hamstring issue and yeah. is back and playing, and yeah. maybe Tory Craig, and I'm I'm skeptical that we will ever see Tory Craig again this year, by the way. Sure. Or two to four weeks, where are we in that? I don't know. Somewhere. He's ramping up, Who's I promise. Um, but if the Bulls start to get some of these pieces back, they will use these pieces that they have entrusted to play a larger role sure. for a larger portion of the season than throwing out any of the other random, you know, Sonogo or Funk or, you know, Henry Drell, who they also yeah. added well, to one of those spots. Like, Well, let me take it then from where it is now then as far as the injuries and these guys being out. You still, like, but Tim does not answer all your issues there at the guys that are injured and the guys that are out. You still need more wings. You know what I mean? You still need that help. And you have guys with that size and with that shooting on your team. I, I don't know much about Drell. I've seen him play, you know. Uh, I, I more so want to see Funk because I was just – I like the way I, – what I saw when I saw him out there. 
Uh, Sonogo maybe you know gets an opportunity. I don't know, but you I, know, I just I, I don't very, see it, I don't see it happening in in, in the final twenty three games of this season. Yeah, I don't not see it unless happening. Vooch or Drummond get hurt. Correct, exactly. Which you know, not well, let's hope that doesn't and he'll, happen. He'll go Terry Taylor. You right. know what I'm saying before any yeah. of that stuff occurs. So, yeah. but guys like that makes sense. I should say it like that. Young guys that make sense in this scenario because I'm not talking about sitting Kobe and you know just riding it out and. Just going, you know, Walter Lemon Jr., you know what I'm saying, on guys and putting out young guys like that. I'm saying clearly they still are trying to win and do things. Do you still – does this open the door, though, to see if these young guys can help you win and get and get some wins and get some, some, some help on your team right now as far as the wings are concerned, as far as the three-point shooting is concerned? I mean – Or do you still I, keep it I, like I, it is? I, I get the question. My, my guess is no. Okay. We do not see more of them. Okay. Billy's going to work with what he has right now, and maybe Batim has, after last night, brought himself into that circle of players that Billy will trust, trust if he has to. Yeah. If he has to. Has to? Has. <laughs> it's been a long week. Um, <laughs> uh, 11, it's Wednesday. <laughs> um, I, 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 I don't think so. Okay. I, I don't think you're going to see the Bulls say, hey, can any of these other younger guys who are on two ways or, you know, when Help us win. Mm. I don't see that happening in these final 23. Yeah, you're right to think that because of what we've seen Billy do. Like, but Tim still wouldn't have been out there if any of those guys. If Caruso was healthy. Yeah. But Tim wouldn't have been out there getting a shot. So Instead of bringing up another two-way guy, he's going to continue playing Kobe and DeMar 65 minutes a night. Yes. And I think, does DeMar lead the league in minutes now? I think it's DeMar's it's, lead now. Kobe and DeMar have been doing this for yeah, the last think, two weeks. Because DeMar played like 85 minutes yesterday. So I think he's in the lead. Uh, right now, and I love what he had to say about the game. He was like, "Dude, this is this." He's like, "This reminds me when I was a kid, and you'd be playing outside until your mom calls you in and says, mm-hmm. come on inside.'" And uh-huh. I'm like, "That dude likes to play." Don't ask Kobe that because Kobe needs some rest. Let that young man get some rest, man. Just a little bit, and that's Just again a- why I'm, I'm looking at and wondering. You know, okay. can you bring in those other guys? After last night, they are actually tied wow. for first. Wow. With each having played 2,160 minutes this season. That is a lot, bro. That's a lot of minutes. That's a lot of minutes. <laughs> That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> uh, okay, real quick. Uh, not a whole lot of time left, but we wanted to look at this matchup tomorrow night. Sure. I guess the Milwaukee Bucks, because a lot has changed. Mm-hmm. The Bucks, 38 and 21. Uh, currently, they are playing tonight, so they'll be on the second night of a back-to-back tomorrow. Ooh, that helps. Uh, third place in the Eastern Conference uh, behind Boston and Cleveland. Um, the... Bucks said, hey, Adrian Griffin, thanks. Thanks for this great start to the season record-wise, but we don't like you to get out. Because <laughs> we've, we've secretly had Doc Rivers been, you know, as, as like a secretive operating consultant for a couple weeks now, and now he's, we're just going to bring him in to replace you. In the 13 games since Doc took over, the Bucks are 6-7. and seven. They have the 19th-ranked offense in the NBA, Ooh. which is... Not great. Not it great. was worse. I think they were like in the mid, the low to mid twenties at some point. Oh, there you go. Uh, in those thirteen games, they do have the sixth best defense in the NBA. A huge improvement because the Bucks yes. defense was flailing. Correct. They are a plus four net rating, eleventh. So just kind of back end of the top third of NBA teams. Um, I got a couple interesting notes from Jamal Collier's recent write up from a few days ago mm-hmm. about the Bucks and and this transition to the Doc Rivers era. 
they have improved from previously a bottom 10 team in specifically defending on-ball screen situations okay. to now being a top five NBA team in defending on-ball uh, on ball screen situations. Oh, wow. So maybe you give Doc some of that credit. Maybe you also give our old friend Pat Bev a little credit well, on yeah. that. Uh-huh. Um, they're still having offensive issues, though. Part of that uh, is uh, you know a co- contributing factor. Dame has been ice cold. Um, this stat is from Collier's write-up from a few days ago, so it's not supremely accurate from their last game or maybe the last two games. But since January 1st, mm-hmm. Dame last, dead last mm. in NBA players in field goal percentage with over uh, w- with a minimum of 300 field goal attempts. Mm. Since January 1st, minimum 300 field goal attempts, Damian Lillard has the worst field goal percentage in the NBA at 40.1%. That don't even sound right, bro. I don't right? even like how that sounds, man. And, I mean, I've, he's been going through a lot, you know. He's been dealing with stuff off the court, and he's been pretty open about it. Uh, about what he said, like just recently, he talked about how lonely he is uh, in Milwaukee. Yeah. Bro. He's like, I have yeah. no friends in Milwaukee. My family's not here. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He's like, I'll be watching. Uh, I can't remember what he said on you. It was a boxing show on YouTube. He said, I've been watching it, clicking it a hundred times, praying it's something new that comes up over here on on this channel so I can watch it. So going through a divorce, you know, dealing with that, all your family still being in Portland, you in a whole new city, and you never really truly wanted to leave, but you saw the writing on the wall kind of situation. But, yeah, man, it's been tough for him. That's why I thought the All-Star game break was great for him. Uh, winning two of those events, uh, being the MVP also was great. When I say two of them, I meant the MVP and I meant the uh, three-point contest. Right. Um, but that's great for him, you know, and I hope that stimulates something in him to get his mind right, you know, get back because he's too special of a basketball player to be the worst at anything uh, in the NBA, bro. That dude is special. But, yeah, and and – it's so weird, you know, the Bucks is like I don't feel like anything's been fixed, even with this coaching change. Yeah. Right? It I just mean, feels like you're, you're so kind of the same. Th- they've they've gotten a couple of wins recently. Like I think they 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 had a rocky start, right, when Doc took over. Sure. And then that was like one of the uh, big headline a, a couple of weeks ago when Doc was like making some excuses about like, hey, it's hard to come in and take over midseason. It was like, hey, took over a team that had thirty wins, you know, and way fewer losses than yeah. those wins. Um but like I think they were four or three, like three and seven. And now they're six and seven in these games under Doc. So maybe they're trying to finally get some things pointed in the right direction. I think the defensive improvement is huge because it looked like for a while that might be the thing that sunk them is, wow, we made this big gamble. We've got Dame. We let go of Drew Holiday. Mm -hmm. Can our defense hold up and still be at least average, maybe even a little bit above average, if not elite without Holiday Mm -hmm. while giving ourselves this punch of Dame, a late-game, close-game threat like Dame that we haven't had. It's been their undoing in a couple of playoff series in the Giannis era. True. Is if it's not give Giannis the ball and let him, you know, freight train his way to the basket and it works or it doesn't, we have no other options. Right. Um, Shout-out Grayson Allen, who ended their season because <laughs> he had the ball in his hands and didn't know what to do. Captain! Um, <laughs> I, I, the, the crazy thing is that their offense is still just not there. Yeah, it's not there. It's so weird. For them, and I, and also uh, can't leave out Chris Middleton not being out there either. Right, uh, Doc hurts. gave an update on Middleton today. Okay, he said Middleton might be with the team uh, uh, when they play the Bulls on uh, on t- tomorrow. Probably not going to play tomorrow. Yeah, still out, yeah. And I was looking today at Charlie, like he's he's, yep. he's definitely out. Yeah. Um. So those things hurt, and you look at the replacements who they've got. Uh, Jay Crowder, 
you know, who's being the, who's being the starting lineup tonight. Uh, Malik Beasley, great shooter, can't play defense, you know, mm-hmm. to save his life. Um, and you would think a guys like that, when you know they can offer, you know, one kind of thing, would give you something, you know, and it hasn't been that way for them, man. It's It's been really weird. It's been really weird and tough for them, man. And Giannis has still been great. You know, Giannis has been Giannis. But now they also added uh, Pat Bev mm-hmm. uh, to the mix. So I don't know what that's going to do, but we'll see it. It always – it doesn't hurt having the Pat Bev on your team, but we'll see what it adds and helps, you know, to them uh, on their roster. But Bobby Portis has been Bobby Portis and been very solid uh, all season. But – yeah, they're still they're still the Milwaukee Bucks. They're still third in there for a reason. Like they're still good. Yeah, it's just it's really really weird, yeah. you know, watching that team because people had them like when they made the Dame trade. I remember doing the show. We all were like, "Oh, it's a wrap." You know what I mean? Like they got Dame and Giannis. They're oh, give it to them, dog. They go into the finals, and I it's like I don't even know you. <laughs> I don't even know you, I, man. I I mean. I did say I was worried about their defense. Sure. Uh, and now it's like Doc came over. They added Pat Bev off the market. and uh, Or no, they traded him, right? It was campaign, right? Damn. Yeah, it was a deadline trade. And now I'm like, okay, they've, they've, brought, they've, they've beeped up their defense a little bit, but their offense is still just like in the mud. Yeah. If Dame pulls himself out of a shooting slump, That'll go a long way. Whole monster, yeah. Uh, all right, so that's the Bulls on deck tomorrow. It's a 9 p.m. Central tip-off, even though it's at home, because ESPN. ESPN. Like us. Get your shit together. Get it together. Uh, no pregame tonight. We will have a or tomorrow night. We will have live postgame for you guys late night, Friday night, following Bulls Bucks. <laughs> we will talk to you then. In the meantime, follow our guy, Will the Goat, Will underscore Golly, Big Dave Bow, man, WL Sports. I'm Bulls underscore Peck, our pal producer. He is a troll, but we love him. Joyce Bathis, see us at Joyce Bathis. CSU underscore Bulls is our team handle. We will talk to you tomorrow night. Hit the like on your way out. Subscribe. Help us get to 50K. Play our two-year anniversary coming up soon. Appreciate you, Bulls Nation. See you right again. Love y'all. Peace.